0: Welcome to the Fit Mom Life to the fullest podcast, where we focus on how we can improve our physical health so that we can enjoy the life God has called us to to the absolute fullest. Hello, ladies! Thank you so much for joining me today. I am excited to be here with you. My name is Brittany. I'm a Catholic wife and mom of three boys, and I am a personal trainer, group fitness instructor, pre and postpartum specialist, and I hold a sports nutrition certificate. So. I am bringing all things health and fitness to you and hopefully helping you to apply it to your lives. So funny, and I always appreciate hearing from you. So contact me anytime at fullest at gmail.com or on Instagram. But I've gotten a lot of emails lately of some people who want to work with me, want to work together, or just are letting me know something. And very often they say that something that I said quote unquote in one of my tangents made them XYZ. So very you know, I've said before, I do say a prayer to the Holy Spirit before these episodes and hopefully the tangents are helpful because truly it's in the tangents that many of you are taking away (laughs) what you needed to hear. So that's good. It's Same as when I used to teach middle school. It was a tangent I went on that a kid would tell me years later affected them. Nothing ever planned from a lesson. So of course I have a rough outline for you today, but still, you know, the tangents might lead to something for you. So we'll keep rolling with them. Um, I have been thinking about this topic so much because I think it applies to so many of us, not only who are moms or not moms or whatever, just in, in many phases of our lives, And I think that we get really complacent, all of us. You know, life can be mundane, life can be really monotonous, and maybe even more so in these last couple of years where it's been a tough or stressful time, that there's not a lot of fun, there's not a lot of joy, there's not a lot of like zeal for life going on. It's felt very doom and gloom, and This starts with us. It starts with our attitude, our disposition, and one thing I always think about, um, and I have shared with past students, is the line "Remember your death," which sounds very intense. Memento mori. It's a Latin phrase that means "Remember your death." And although I just said I don't want to be doom and gloom, that's the thing that we need to be, you know, doing often. Like at the risk of sounding way too dramatic, seriously, what if somebody said, like, what if I told you you had six months to live? Like, how would you start living? And it, as you think about that, if that is like, oh my gosh, I would do this, I would do that. If you just thought of a million things you'd change, then that's a huge sign that maybe you need to start looking at changing some things, adding, subtracting some things. I know for sure I would be getting rid of a lot of things in my life that I worry about or think are so important or hold really ideal, um, like I've shared before that I can struggle with wanting my house to be pristine all the time and spend like way too much time cleaning it. That's one of the first things that would go. I would make sure I had a clean, orderly house still because that is something that is of value, but I would not be spending all my time doing that. I would not be watching Netflix by myself, eating processed foods, and just like being super passive about life because I didn't have that much more of it. And I think that so many of us just get caught in these mundane day-to-day habits and things like that, but we're not excited about anything. We're not like hitting the floor, hitting the ground, running on anything. And this all I've been thinking about way before that, I actually, (laughs) if you have kids and you don't want them to hear you talk about tattoos. You might want to turn this down for a second. But I have one tattoo and it says lack of passion is fatal. And I got it when I was, I don't know, early 20s and it still rings true today. Um that I do think lack of passion is fatal. I think that mediocrity and settling settling for just mulling through and muddling through life is just absolutely like a buzzkill. <laughs> I have no really uh, inspiring, you know, highfalutin words for you today. We're just going to keep it real baseline. But truly, guys, and hopefully, this is one you take with and run with me and kind of explore this with me because I'm definitely no expert on, you know, the topic of grabbing life by the horns or anything. I do know that I get frustrated with myself when I notice myself start falling into these just like, oh, here I go. It's another Tuesday. I'm going to make the kids breakfast and then we're going to do this. And it's all a disposition. It does not mean, like if I knew that I had six months to live or I was actually thinking about the fact that I could die today or die tomorrow, it doesn't mean I would change everything in my life. I just said, yeah, there's some things I'd cut out or maybe add, but it's more how I would be doing things. It's that I would actually be looking at things as a blessing, doing things joyfully, like really savoring the things that I'm doing. And I know that, again, we all have bad days. and We can't have these, you know, glasses on that make us see the world like this all the time. But what if, you know, the majority of the time we could? And the majority of the time we are just really aware of the fact that we don't have, we're not promised anything. We have no idea how much time we have left. And so many things we think like, well, when I'm out of this season, well, I'll do this then. Well, when it's not COVID, well, first of all, that's gone on for how long? So don't wait for that. But seriously, so I've been thinking about this forever. But then I also was reading this book that I cannot recommend to you because it is I don't agree with majority of it. Eighty percent of this book I do not agree with. So I'm not gonna tell you the title, but I will have to cite the author because somebody is a quote by him. Um, it's just very a secular worldview where I'm like, uh eh, no, I actually don't agree with that. But the author is Tim Grover, and there's this one line that I want to share with you. And he said, I get so frustrated with those who say they want to win, but show no urgency or drive to actually do it, as if we'll have unlimited years and opportunities to figure it out, as if it's just going to happen eventually. To me, a sense of urgency is the ultimate distinction between those who win and those who watch others win. Oof. And he works with, to give you like a little bit of a context for that, he works with professional athletes. But I think it's applicable for all of us. You know, I've shared everything on here. People who worked with Navy SEALs or are Navy SEALs or um, saints who were not Navy SEALs who were, you know, in the motherhood trenches with us and things like that. And I, I still think there's so many carryovers from being a monk to a Navy SEAL to a, an athletic trainer or whatever there's still certain qualities. And to him, this is what I didn't agree with was very much his definition of winning or like worldly success, because we shouldn't be as concerned with worldly success as we are obviously with getting ourselves and our children and our spouses to heaven. So whatever you consider quote unquote winning to be, but that line that really stuck with me is that a sense of urgency made the ultimate distinction between those who win and those who watch others win. And I think that's just so true because we can sit here with our pretty little bucket lists or our notes on our phone or whatever and say, one day I'm going to do this. One day I'm going to do this. Like You're not promised it. Just get out and start doing it. Stop worrying about the mundane things. And this is me talking to myself, Brittany, stop cleaning the toilet every day. People are still going to use it. Guess what? So yes, keep it clean. Keep it nice. But You know, I walk around with a list in my head all the time of friends I want to catch up with, people I want to have over for dinner, and I don't do anything about it. And that's silly. Like, I want to see these people. I want to connect with these people. I want to talk with these people. And I don't know if I'll have tomorrow with them because I don't know if I'll have tomorrow or they'll have tomorrow. Whatever. So, like, stop just getting caught up. We all need to stop getting caught up in these little details of like, oh, I have to do grocery pickup. Oh, we're out of this. Oh, this. Like, And the thing is, we can't just, we still live in this world. We still need to do that. Like, okay, Brittany, I need to pay the bills. (laughs) I get that. Yeah, absolutely. Pay your bills. Do them. We need to do some of the monotonous things. But this is why I think systems and automation and stuff is so important because the more we just have these systems that are taking care of themselves, we know that on Wednesdays at 7 a.m. we pay the bills. So it's not, that's not really when I do it. I'm just giving that for an example, that you're not walk you around with those mentalists, then I can think, okay, I'm going to look at my calendar and make plans with three people in this next month of February so that I do have some plans on the calendar that, you know, we can get excited about as a family or maybe I can meet a friend for coffee or whatever. Because again, life is short. Like do the things that are going to bring you joy, bring others joy, that you are not going to, you know, sit with your, sit, just let sit in a list in your head. And I've talked about before that I, understand that our list of what we want to do has to change with ages and seasons like if my bucket list right now is like parasailing and uh what's the one that I'll never do it's not (laughs) skyfall just came to my head and that is not the term oh my gosh why can't I think of it skydiving um like if that was my bucket list okay that's gonna help nobody and that's pretty selfish to all of a sudden start going through my bucket list because I'm like well if I did die in six months, like I want to do all my bucket list things. No, I'm talking more like what is going to bless the people around you, what is appropriate to your vocation, those kinds of things that you've been thinking about. They're just not pulling the trigger on. Or that here's another big thing that I think holds us back. This is not in my notes, this is me going on tangent is fear. We don't like to be bad at things. So there are things that you might really want to do, but you don't want to take the time to be bad at it. And that might be health and fitness related as well. So this is why this ties into me because I see so many women get caught in this trap of monotony where they are bored and unhappy in their day-to-day lives for a couple of reasons. Because number one, I think they don't have systems or schedules or habits in place to keep their lives running. So they're always playing catch up and then they can't have time or don't have time for the extras, the fun things, the joyful things, right? Um, that's one I'll, I'll hang out there for a second. Hopefully I'll come back to the other things. I already forgot what it was. <laughs> number, one, number one here is that my husband said the other day, what did we do? There was something that I did with the kids that he was like, that was so fun that you oh we we all hid this was a while ago this was before the snow came we hid in the backyard okay this is a really long time ago because it wasn't the nerf guns it was squirt guns we were hiding on him the other day with nerf guns when he got home and he said that it was so fun and stands out as one of the best days to him when we hid in the yard and we attacked him with squirt guns when he came home from work so that was over the summer which is so funny cuz that to me would absolutely never be something that would like hang out in my mind as a really fun day but here we are. Everyone has their own interpretations of what's fun. So it was, we talked about it for a while. I was we like, I'm glad that you told me that because I honestly never would have known that made such a big deal to you. He's like, no, I love when you guys just do fun, funny, random things. And there was another time this fall, he's like, oh, like the leaf pile where my four-year-old hid in the leaf pile out in the front of the house for like 20 minutes because we, were, we weren't we were sure. My husband texted me that he was on the way home, but I just, you know, had him get in the leaves. I'm like, hey, wait, okay, wait. And me and the two-year-old sat on the front steps and waited until my husband pulled in. And he literally did not know he was in the pile. He's talking to us and everything. And I'm like, yeah, where's Josh? And I'm trying to lead him into it. And he's just like, oh yeah, is he in the house? Like, is he in the backyard? And Josh literally had to bust out of the pile and he had no idea. It was so funny. So those kinds of things. Things. We were talking about, though, that I'm like, yeah, why don't I do things like that more? And then I said it's because I get caught up in the day-to-day. I get caught up in the, okay, when he gets home, we're going to do dinner, and then we're going to do baths because I need to do this and da-da-da. And like, I don't want to schedule my life away. So I think that schedules and habits and routines are all very... Essential in helping things run smoothly so that we can deviate a little bit. We can add fun, add whimsy, add, you know, spontaneity into our days, like add humor. That is just such an underrated thing. Everyone is so serious about everything right now. And I'm not saying there aren't things to be serious about, but it just drives me nuts that it's like, feels like we need to be mourning with everyone all the time. And it's like, no, there's a time to mourn, there's a time to dance. You can be sad with those who are sad, you know, that is, such a you know, that's a thing to empathize with someone, to see them in their sorrow. But then you also have to be the bright light because if we're all just being in each other's sorrow all the time, there's not gonna be any light anywhere. So live your life. And so number one the thing I see holding women back is the feeling like a chicken with their head cut off, always playing catch up so they can't do fun, whimsical, whatever things. And I get that and I've been there and I am there sometimes. So again, this is me raising my hand saying, I understand, I'm there with you. I remember thinking that actually when I was teaching middle school and it was so busy. I always felt like I had something to fill out or an email to answer or a lesson to plan. And I was like, and there was, we did a lip sync contest at school and the teachers got together and did our own lip sync. But the teacher that organized it, who was one of my friends, I'm like, how do you possibly have time to do this? Like, I have no idea. And she's like, you're never going to have time. You've just got to do it. And, you know, you'll figure out the rest. But otherwise, it's all lesson plans and cleaning and like the not so ideal parts. And you don't have fun. So you got to make time for the fun thing. So number one, I think that. But number two, I think that another thing that holds women back is that people, a lot of women don't have enough energy and this is where it really ties into health and fitness. You're not eating good, clean, whole foods. You're eating a lot of processed foods. When your family goes to bed or whatever, you are you feel like you need a break from them constantly. So you're hitting the fridge or hitting the pantry to try to find comfort from the foods that are going to come for you for only a little while. That It's a vicious, vicious cycle. If you want more energy to be fun, to manage your systems well, you need to eat well. You need to eat food from the ground, food that has mother, like came from a mother, that's what you need to do. And yes, you you know that I believe in 80-20. So it's 80% whole good clean foods, 20% treats and cheats. But that is what you need to do. If you are, if you are missing out on things because you're embarrassed about your weight or you can't keep up or you're getting injured all the time, you need to start treating your body better. So it's two things. It's, it's looking at your life as like, yeah, I'm alive. I've got today. That's all I know I've got. Like, let's do this. Let's have fun. Let's do it joyfully. Bring others joy while you're doing the mundane things. Like, do the dishes, but put on a fun song while you do it. Don't worry about taking a break to dance with your kids. Like, if you go to bed with dishes and think it's not going to be the end of the world. Again, these are things that, yes, if you did that all the time, it would be chaos. But you can deviate from the system a little bit, right? And then taking care of yourself yourself. So that you have the energy, ability, the mental health to do this, right? All these things go together. If you are not in a great space mentally, look at what you're eating. Look at what you're drinking. If you feel like you are, you know, starving throughout the day because you're not fueling your body well, and then you're eating a ton at night to make up for that, and then you're falling asleep uncomfortable because you're stuffed, on the couch, like, these are not, that's not how we want to live. There's so much in the world that is designed to numb us, that is designed to bring us comfort and not not true comfort. It's not true comfort. It's not true rest. We know, St. Augustine says, our hearts are restless till they rest in you, O Lord. And that is true. First and foremost, you know, spiritually, we need to be in line. We need to be getting graces from the sacraments, being in scripture, repenting when we need to repent, You know, that's all first and foremost. And then next, look at what else you're doing that's that's stopping you from living your life to the fullest. That's making you settle and not live. That's making you say, I wish I could do that, but I can't. Like, no, but you, you might be able to. Like, what is the thing? Can you do it? Or what would you need to do to be able to do it? Right? This is we get one shot at this. There's times I look back on when I had one baby that I'm like, I should have done that because it was so much easier to do with one baby and I don't know why I didn't do that. I think I was really self-conscious about like looking silly or this or that, just just different things that have, you know, popped into my head through the years. Even this, I mean, I joked about making a podcast years ago and was like, there's no way I'd ever do that. I wouldn't do a podcast. And the fruit that has come of it is amazing there are so many of you that i have gotten to connect with that i feel so blessed to be able to that i read your emails and I'm like oh my goodness i never even would have talked to this person some of you have become like dear friends that i've never met in real life but we've talked so much or worked together or whatever i'm like none of this would have come if i hadn't just purchased the the microphone off amazon one day and said yeah i'm just going to do a podcast like just do the things that you're afraid to do or that you don't want to do whatever and stop settling for being passively comforted. I get it. I have been there where I'm like, you know what? I just want to sit on the couch and eat food and watch Netflix and get comfort in this moment. But I will tell you what, I never walk away from it feeling comforted. The times that instead I choose something else, I choose to read a more like enriching book, I choose to have conversation with my husband, I choose to play a game with my husband or something like that where we're connecting and you know we're it's not just passive where we're actually like participating in some activity. That is where I find true rest. That's where I find true enjoyment. Same thing with my kids that if I just get on the floor and play with them, like put down my phone, stop worrying about if people in, you know, message me on Instagram, that's fine. There's a time and place for that where I sit down and I look at my messages and and message you back, so (laughs) feel free to message me, but I don't need to be doing it sitting on the floor playing with my kids. Those are the things that make me feel like I'm just muddling through my day-to-day and not like I'm living. Like Do the things that you want to do and do them with passion, do them with a purpose, and if the reason you're not is because you are really sluggish, like get that in line. Start eating three to five servings of vegetables a day. Have some protein. Cut out the processed foods. Get out in sunlight. Like, you only get one crack at this, and we know we're going on to eternal life. So the whole point of this life is not to, you know, get the absolute enjoyment out of it. But I definitely don't want to be sitting there, 80 years old, and be like, "Oh my gosh, I really spent majority of my time looking at memes and sitting on the couch watching, I don't know, home decorating shows." <laughs> I'm try to think of what I what I watch most of the time. So. I hope this has inspired you a little bit today. I hope that this helps you seize the year, seize the day, seize the moment because really truly we're not we are not uh guaranteed any of them. I think one big thing I haven't really I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast, but last year maybe I have in waves. Last year when I was pregnant, uh 7 months pregnant with Judah, I got COVID and ended up in the hospital for 5 days. So by the time I was at the hospital, I had COVID, a bacterial lung infection, and double pneumonia. So (laughs) um, the weird thing was, I'm sorry if this is redundant and I have talked about it, but the weird thing was, so my husband and I have been married for five years, and we have not been apart for more than a weekend since then. There have been times like he's gone away on a men's work weekend down in Ohio, Catholic family land, those of you who know what that is, or um, we've had you know, maybe an overnight here or there if I'm even trying to remember when that's ever happened besides like the work weekend. I think maybe if one of us was in a wedding or something. But anyways, majority of the time we're together. We've definitely never been apart for five days. Neither of us travel for work or anything like that. So that was the craziest part was being away from, yes, my kids as well, but my husband and kids for five days. So I had a four-year-old and a two-year-old at home. And like we, I couldn't really talk for the first couple of days of it. So we would mostly text. But then I think like by day three, we wanted to FaceTime. So we were just FaceTiming and I was on oxygen and everything. So it looked, you know, real attractive. Uh, had nothing because he dropped me off of the hospital with literally, I brought a toothbrush with me thinking like, oh, maybe I'll be here for the night. So <laughs> that's a whole thing. I could definitely talk about that for a while. But the point being, when I came back home, it was like, Not to over-dramatize this because this whole podcast sounds a little dramatic, but it was truly like another crack at life. Like, no, at no point did I think I was going to die or anything like that. So I'm not trying to, and I know I'm not trying to be insensitive to those. Obviously, many people have been much, much worse off with this. But I'm just sharing that me personally, when I came back home, I had a new renewed sense of appreciation for my husband for my kids and I saw life differently I did instead of being like oh I don't want to sit and watch a kid's show and like I do hate watching kids shows, so that's still true but I you know would have before seated as like oh, I could be doing something better with this half hour like I have laundry to fold and I have podcast outlines to make and instead I sat on the couch and was like this is so great I get to snuggle my kids again like I miss them so much and just the nature and same thing with my husband that like maybe I take for granted our weekly date nights. And sometimes I am like, let's just put on a Netflix show because I just want to zone out. I don't have anything left to give. We were looking at each other like we had just fallen in love for the first time. And I mean that I'm not trying to be really googly eyes, whatever, but that's like how we both were. When we came home, we just like wanted to sit next to each other and hold each other's hands. And we were so happy to be back together again, which is so nice. But I said to him and I've said to my family since. That honestly, the best thing that happened to me in 2021 was being in the hospital with COVID because it totally shifted, changed, and just turned my perspective upside down. That I came home like, let's do this life. Like, come on. (laughs) Like, I've never, I guess too, I've never really gone through um, physical illness of any kind or been in like a serious accident or anything. So I think a lot of people have these like, come on, we have one life to live moments. And yeah, so this was last year, but still it's just, we have to remind ourselves of this all the time because even, even so that being almost a year ago, I can still slip into the monotony thing of, and now we make dinner again and then we grocery shop again. And now like, yeah, you got to get through the basics of life and hopefully you can do it joyfully and cheerfully, but look for the joy, look for the whimsy, get some energy f- through your food, through your workouts so that you can live and not just muddle on through all right I'm gonna leave it there today I hope you ladies have a great rest of your day thank you so much for listening if you've not uh rated and reviewed the podcast I would super appreciate if you would do that for a second because you know I set goals and my goal for 2021 was to reach 100 reviews and I am still short of it ladies so if you've not done that I would really love it if you did okay I will talk to you next time have a great rest of your day